Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic, host of Bachelor Nation News. All of your entertainment and pop culture in one place today on Bachelor Rush Hour. Back to your regular schedule program. Tonight's episode of The Bachelorette starts at 8 p.m. East Coast. That's right. You heard it here first, folks. 8 p.m. East Coast. It's back to normal. So if you're one of those people complaining that the show starts too late, 8 p.m. East Coast. We'll be live at 7 with a pre-show live stream. And we'll be live directly after tonight's East Coast episode for an after-show live stream. Nobody works harder than us in our community over here. And we are ready to break it all down with you. A Bachelorette preview. Plus, I'm going to share a featured content today, what Michael had to say. Michael A. from Katie Thurston's season of The Bachelorette. The gift that keeps on giving what he has to say about Sierra, following what she had to say about him on She's All Batch. We'll have that story. Kaylin Bristow spotted without a ring on is so much more in today's Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, but I'd be remiss if I did not start with my boy, greatest of all time quarterback, Tom Brady, back dating a model. That's right. He knows his sweet spot and he's sticking with it. Tom Brady is dating Irina Shayek. Shayek? Am I pronouncing that right? They spent the night together and he caressed her face. That's right, folks. This is a real news story. Sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ Tom and Irina are indeed dating. We're told they met in June at the wedding of billionaire art heir Joe Namad and model Madison Hedrick in Sardinia. Oh, you know, just a billionaire's party in Sardinia. What are you supposed to do? Sources say a number of models were hitting on Tom and Irina was one of them, although her rep denies it. The sources say Giselle is not happy at all about the new Tom is dating Irina. The news came one out just a day, couple of days after Giselle's birthday. We're told Tom and Irina spent the entire weekend together. But it's like, look, what are you going to do? Come on. She moved on with the jujitsu guy. Obviously, Tom likes models. But here's what we just found out. Uh, Irina rooted against Tom Brady at Super Bowl 52, five years before their Los Angeles fling. Five years before Irina got cozy with Tom Brady in LA, she was desperate to see him lose in one of the biggest games of his career cheering heavily for his Eagles opponent in, in Super Bowl. All right, so anyway, and by the way, Tom Brady threw over 500 yards that day. So if you're going to watch your boy lose, it's because the defense didn't follow through. All they had to do was stop the Eagles one play, but I digress. <laughs> that ain't on Tom. He should have more Super Bowl rings and uh, more arthritis from carrying around all that hardware on his knuckles. All right, in news that nobody really cares about, Twitter is uh, Twitter's dead, guys. They've changed their name and logo. Look, hey, your boy, look, I just bought a Tesla. I love my Tesla. It's an amazing car. I didn't buy it because of Elon Musk's politics or whatever. I bought it because it's a supreme driving vehicle. And by the way, we've got all of our Driving with Dave episodes coming out of the Tesla. Double-paned windows. It's perfectly silent, calm, cool, and collected. We love the car. But boy, is he driving Twitter <laughs> into the ground. He's now calling it X. They've, they're changing it from a beautiful, cute little Twitter bird to X. Twitter is dead, and in its place, a new name and logo live. Welcome to the world of X. So that's it, folks. That's uh, what, am I, what, am else, what else am I supposed to say about Twitter? You know what I mean? So stick with it or don't. I, again, I don't, I've never you know, really had fun on Twitter. It just seems like a place where everyone shouts their opinions at others. And don't we have enough of that at the Thanksgiving dinner, folks? All right. 
the box office is big. And again, we're going to get to some more Bachelor stories in a second, but box office over the weekend is not dead. Barbenheimer, even bigger than expected. Barbie soars to $162 million. Oppenheimer jumps to, it was Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer jumps to $82 million. Barbenheimer keeps on growing at the box office. Greta Gerwig's very pink fantasy comedy Barbie in Christopher Nolan's extremely dark historical drama Oppenheimer powered to bigger opening weekends than originally reported. Barbie ended up with $162 million in its first weekend of release, above Sunday's already record-breaking estimate of $155 million. The Warner Brothers film starring Margot Robbie as the plastic fantasy fantastic doll declined just 9% from Saturday to bring in $43 million on Sunday. Okay, so anyway, that's, that's, a, that's a big deal here. But what's even bigger is the budget. I mean, look, I'm excited to see Barbie, but... I am kind of sick of the budget. The marketing budget reportedly was $150 million. You know, obviously we saw they hosted one of the bachelorette parties. Of course, it was probably the best produced bachelorette group date they've ever had. Barbie is estimated to have had a $150 million marketing budget, according to Variety. The marketing campaign has ranged from pink burgers to real-life Barbie dream houses. The marketing paid off as the movie had the biggest opening weekend this year. Oh, yeah, people were... I mean, Connor Brennan from Katie Thurston's season dyed his hair platinum white and dressed as Ken. Everyone, I mean, it's a whole cultural movement. It's absolutely wild out there. And, um, you yeah, know, their, their marketing budget is, uh, you know, it, it did its job. And so is ours. Our sponsor this week is HelloFresh. That's right. Bachelor Rush Hour sponsored by HelloFresh. This summer, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. Reach your goals with delicious calorie smart and protein smart lunch and dinner options, plus new vegan recipes too. HelloFresh is more convenient than grocery shopping, but did you know it's cheaper? It's also 25% less expensive than takeout. I like to do HelloFresh when I'm preparing my content for The Bachelor. Uh, when, you know, So what, what I like to do is I watch the show on East Coast time. As I'm watching it, they have a lot of commercial breaks. I just cook during the commercial breaks it's that easy it's kind of just like drag and dropping you know the open the they'll give you you know i think we just had some sort of crispy chicken we made a sweet potato mashed potatoes last night they include the little packets of sour cream you know the types of things that you might not normally have in your fridge they give it all to you go to hellofresh.com slash rush hour 50 and use code rush hour 50 for 50 percent off plus free shipping again go to hellofresh.com slash rush hour 50 and use code rush hour 50 for 50 percent off plus free shipping america's number one meal kit. I had to double check that code because I didn't think they were giving an actual 50% discount, but they are. So take advantage of that if you haven't already. And we've got some other things in the news here. Pilot Pete spotted with Jed Wyatt at an influencer event in Nashville. That's right. They, uh, you know, spent a lot of time together, I guess, on Hannah Brown season. And uh, yeah, now they're hanging out. Maybe they're buddies. Maybe they're not. Also, it was reported Caitlin Bristow posted a photo not wearing her engagement ring. You know, this has been speculation for a while. When I did, not, not to be too personal, but when I did her podcast Off the Vine, Jason and Caitlin were in the same kitchen. They were perfectly happy. I'm not here to speculate late, but boy, the fans are. And uh, I don't know. Can you do a photo shoot without wearing your engagement ring? I'm not really sure if that's something she wears all the time or if fans are looking for a breakup, but they are talking and we are here. And speaking of Caitlin Bristow's ex, it all ties together in the Bachelor world, folks. Sean Booth announced last week he's going to be a daddy. And he said he uh, sort of accidentally knocked up 
somebody that uh, you know he knows, and we didn't know if it was a girl he was dating, or a friend with benefit, or maybe it was some sort of divine, uh, divine uh, you know, conception here, where he looked in her eyes and then he knocked her up. I don't know if that works still, but uh, I guess good enough eye contact, anything's possible. Here's what he had to say: introducing her today on his podcast in the booth with Sean Booth. This is him introducing Dre Joseph, the mother to his uh, unborn child. She's pregnant. What? <laughs> the, the, the elephant. You told me in the room is no longer in the room, folks. She is pregnant. She is now nineteen weeks. Yeah. And what's that been like? The whole pregnancy. The whole pregnancy. Break it down for us. The whole entire pregnancy. Um. By the way, if we get pregnant, I think I'm going to be living off of Postmates. I'm going to have a direct line to Postmates, and I'm going to say, "Honey." Buy whatever you need. Just get whatever food you need. You know what I mean? And then, I, and, then, and then I'm going to be like, and you know what? Throw in some extra French fries for your boy, Dave. I need to be, I need to put on a little weight before the uh, child comes too. You know, you never know. Carbo load. Definitely a shock and a surprise. I think one thing that you don't know about pregnancy until you're pregnant, which is probably the dumbest sentence I've ever said, because of course you don't know until you're pregnant, is just how different it is for every woman. Um, I was showing extremely early. Very early. Very early. Yeah. That made it super tough. Obviously, we were trying to keep it low key, but you can't really keep it low key when 12 weeks in, you look down and I was like, huh, that doesn't look like it's going anywhere. So you so. think more so than regular women who are 12 weeks, you felt like you were showing a lot more. Oh, yeah. 100%. Is there any type of science behind that or it's just yeah, like the luck of the draw? You can tell you're built. Same cat. So anyway, I, my, I'll tell you this about showing pregnancy. I had a bad hot dog over the weekend. You know, I had a hot dog, you know, you know how it, I, I thought hot dogs didn't go bad, right? They're just full of processed meat. Uh, uh, and, but I, I tell you what, I bloated up so bad. I couldn't sit down. I couldn't, I was so bloated. I, w I literally bloated myself into a second trimester. My wife had the same hot dog. She didn't get nearly as bloated as I did, but I, of course I wasn't expecting it's 2023. I don't know how, how the, how the body works works anymore but i wasn't expecting but i was like literally trying to pass gas just to i was like push this hot dog out of me i didn't know what happened there um, if there's any hot dog experts maybe you shouldn't eat them if the package has been opened or whatever maybe it was a faulty mustard i really don't know the bun could have been uh, a part of the issue but either way she was showing early some people show early show late i don't really know how it works we're gonna break this story down more tomorrow we just haven't gotten through it all it literally dropped just moments ago so we're gonna get into that story but tonight we've got bachelorette and i'm going to play for you several of the uh trailers that that exist on the bachelorette instagram page for tonight's episode it is heating up can you believe it we are almost on hometowns i know it sounds crazy to hear that so let's play two of the trailers for tonight's episode of bachelorette have a listen next week's hometowns feel like I need that one-on-one -on -one time. That's what I'm, I'm striving for. Like, I'm really hopeful for it. Aaron, Xavier, Tanner, Sean. Next stop, hometowns. Charity. Another group date. I'm confused. I'm frustrated. I'm mad. It's all like boiling up inside of me and like trying not to come out. I'm trying to suppress it. I'm trying to be in the moment. This is the tipping point where I feel like I need and deserve some answers in terms of where does she stand in all this. Hello. Hi. Can I come in? Absolutely. How are you? I'm good. 
Coming up tonight on The Bachelorette. Okay, so we've got the guy, you know, doesn't get, you know, your typical tale as old as time. We've got somebody who wants a one-on-one that doesn't get it, and then they end up, and I think that's his name, Sean, right? Too many Seans. Can we get some different names here? Uh, Tanner was taken. Uh, so he, uh, 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 you know, that's, that's what's interesting is Sean and Tanner are the most common names, I think, on The Bachelor in the last four years here. Uh, but either way, he gonna, he's going to approach Jerry and say, what's going on? And my guess is he gets sent home. Whenever you approach someone in their hotel room, if you catch them in the wrong mood, maybe they haven't had their HelloFresh order yet and haven't used their coupon code RUSHHOUR50 for 50% off, in which case they kind of get uh, you know a little hangry and get sent home. We'll have to see how that plays out. And here is Charity dealing with other, uh, other cast members who are not quite ready if they're, uh, or not quite sure if they're ready to commit. Marriage and that whole thing of comfortability it scares me you never know when you're gonna talk to her again like this could be the last time yeah i really like charity and i want to fall in love with her i'm feeling nervous because i know what's on the line i felt like i was coming from last week on a high Mm -hmm. by the way by the way saying i want to fall in love with somebody Probably means you won't if you don't get to choose necessarily when you fall in love with somebody. Uh, I wanted the hot dog to not give me a stomach issue, but that didn't really, you know, my body felt a different way. And I guess that's the feeling we have here. So confident and like sure about you. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, like, did this week change that for you? I think for me, like, um, it scares me to, you know, genuinely like commit all myself to one person forever because. It's something I've never done before, and I want to do it once, and I want to do it right. Yeah. There has to be no doubt in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know that I want to get engaged. I know I want to get married. Mm-hmm. It's a question of if that's you. Dang, coming up tonight on The Bachelorette. So comments say, these guys owe Brayden an apology. As we know, only one week ago, they were they were mad at Brayden for not knowing if he wanted to be there. And then all of a sudden, they're like, well, hold on a second. Now that it's our turn, we don't really know. And, that, and, and, and commenters always say, oh, you know what show you signed up for. And I always say this, it's like running a marathon right? You know you signed up for a marathon, and yet sometimes on mile 18, you still shit your pants. That's just what happens. Even though you knew you were signing up for a marathon, sometimes your body can't handle it, much like that hot dog I ate, which I have to let you know, was not by HelloFresh. It was not a HelloFresh hot dog that caused my stomach issue. It was a rogue hot dog that might have come from a Trader Joe's. Maybe I left it out on the counter too long. We don't really know. Pray for Dave. All right, we're going to get to our featured clip of the day. It's Michael A. responding to what Sierra had to say on the She's All Batch podcast. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. So essentially what happened was this. Michael A., and I'm, I'm just guessing he's, we have to make a few assumptions here. Sierra went on the She's All Batch podcast. We know that. We covered it extensively this past week. She's talking about her relationship and how she feels like Michael did her dirty, right? Well, now Michael responds with an Instagram story that was basically him saying, should I share my side? But he doesn't say Sierra's name, but we all know who he's talking about. Let's dive into this. This is our featured clip from today's YouTube video. Have a listen. Here's what Michael had to say. He doesn't use Sierra's name, but we know exactly who he's talking about, right? It doesn't take a rocket scientist. I don't know why a rocket scientist would be following Bachelor Nation, but hey, do we have any rocket scientists out there? I know we have some nuclear scientists. We got a lot of uh, hardworking uh, industrial uh, people out there. By the way, 
Here's what he has to say. Honest question. What's the best way to handle someone that's blatantly spreading lies about you? I'm conflicted. Part of me wants to do nothing because I have more important things to do, and I don't want to give this person the attention they so desperately want. The other part of me wants to expose this person for the liar they are. Debunk these absurd conspiracies with proof and completely call this person out. Have you ever been in this situation? I've stayed silent up until now about a lot of things because I know they are false and I can prove it. But I need to decide whether to stand my ground or let it die. Ugh, what to do? Now, we know Michael's talking about Sierra. If Let's, let's, do, let's, let's run through some hypotheticals here. If Sierra's in the right, if she knows for a fact that Michael manipulated her and he was never going to date her all along, and if she had some sort of evidence, she would have shared it by now because she's basically shared everything that you know from the depths of her soul on these podcasts, right? And rightfully, she has, she has the right to do that, right? Now, if the issue is whether or not Michael was DMing Sierra before the show, as we've covered this already, I don't think that's much of a story. I don't think it's wild to think that people that are going to go on a dating show are going to reach out to as many other potential matches and see if they're going to go on the dating show. I don't think it's crazy for Michael to want to know, is Sierra going to be on? Is Jasenia going to be on? Is Danny going to be on? And to know these different people are going to be on. So that way, when you get to the beach, you can pursue as many options as possible. Now, some people get very upset about this because they look at it as though Michael kept Sierra um, you know, sort of strung along until a better option showed up, much like Brendan Moraes was accused of doing that with Natasha before Piper showed up. Now, of course, Brendan Moraes and Natasha were kind of like together, but he's like, I'm afraid I don't want to go any farther. And then Piper showed up and he was like, excuse me. And he went after Piper. Now, every situation is different, but can we blame people it put in this position on this game show. I say that in quotes. Can we blame people for choosing their best option, taking their rose and saying, who on this beach is my best option? You are. And then pursuing that relationship until a better option comes along. In real life, that kind of happens, but not in the pressure cooker, snow globe, sort of Truman show situation as Bachelor in Paradise. So how will Michael be able to debunk these conspiracies and prove that Sierra's lying? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that would be the case. But was he dating Danielle before the show started? I think no one's really accusing him of that. Maybe Sierra is. I'm not really sure. Let's listen to a little bit more of what she had to say. can be with somebody else. The Casa Casa thing happened. They go off. They're like, oh my God, no, I'm going to wait because like me and Michael are so solid. Oh my God. And then you go back to the beach and they drop you back and you're heartbroken and distraught because it's with their way, like he or she or whoever is with another person. Mm -hmm. And so that's just like what they were like trying to do. And because they were begging me to stay, they were like, stay, 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 like you need to stay. And I was like, no, I'm going home. Fuck this. But they were like, just stay, like stick it out, Sierra. And like they were like, there's new guys coming, you never know. So I mean, I could have stayed because we were already broken up or whatever. And what I think happened was I think that, like, truly, I think it was, like, premeditated. I think Michael genuinely did, like, grow concerned feelings and emotions for me. And then was like, fuck, this girl that I thought was going to be a certain way ended up being, like, somebody that I would actually, like, like. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like I'm cheating on Danielle because this wasn't supposed to happen. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that that was eating him up. I think there was guilt there and like a lot of guilt associated. Okay, so Sierra is absolutely allowed to share what she thinks happened. So I don't know if that counts as a conspiracy, but maybe there's other conspiracies we don't know about. But she's absolutely allowed to say, hey, I think he wasn't supposed to fall for me and he did. I think he actually liked me and he felt guilty. That's okay for her to share that. I just think in the greater scheme of things, it's not real like what happens on the beach is kind of hard to untangle at this point unless there's hard evidence about one person feeling one way or another it's kind of like this it's like if i dated someone and then they left someone else they dumped me for someone else i can tell you all the scenarios about why they did what they did but in the end they just weren't interested in me and i got to kind of take that loss on the chin and go i got rejected and i got to move on you know let people feel pity for me but there isn't much else you can do and I think that the whole Casa thing, I think he knew what was going to happen. I think he knew that like, like Danielle was about to come. There was about to be a switch. I think he had a lot of insight. I don't think he was dumb. I think part of his contract was probably knowing what to expect yeah. um, in order for him to do it. And so I think him knowing that that was coming was fucking with him, honestly, because he started acting weird a little bit. And whenever he like had like cut it off between us, um, it was just like almost like he knew she was going to come and he didn't want to be that bad guy. He didn't want to be like, I'm going to screw over and fuck over this really good girl with this whole switch. And like with this thing that's about to happen. And I don't want to be that person. Like, so like, I'm going to like, if like, I'm going to dump her, I'm going to dump her now. Not whenever the producers want me to, like, I'm going to do it this way. So she has the chance to like give her rose to somebody else or do whatever so that she can like, um, go into the next phase and not wait for me. So Sierra's essentially calling out Michael for dumping her in an ethical way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what it was. Is like, I'm a loyal person. I'm pretty like, you know, and I think that he like knew that. So he was like, if just she goes to this house and does this next phase, she's just going to stick it out and wait for me to come back and then come back to the beach. And I'm going to be with Danielle. I already know because I'm already with her technically, you know? And so I think that it was like that kind of situation. And so I was like, okay, so how can I be the good guy in this really shitty situation? And the truth is, sometimes, in my opinion, it's better to take the high road because even when you try to explain yourself, you can come off looking bitter. Uh, Although I like it when people share their truth. And Sierra has done just that. But, you know, of course, she's done it multiple times and she's being asked these questions. And it's one of those things. Do you answer the question or do you just say, hey, I've already talked about it. I'm not talking about past relationships, which is boring. And, you know, and if Sierra is anything like me, you kind of take the bait to share the interesting stuff. And then you end up like kind of regretting yourself afterwards. But either way, we'll have to see what Michael has to say regarding this uh, whole issue here. And if he does speak, I think it'll be really big news. I think if Michael shares his side, it's going to be very disruptive. I think in the end, no one's going to really change sides. Um, But I think it's like, you know, he hasn't, he's had this happily ever after with Danielle. Of course, it's been rumored that him and Danielle are no longer together. I think they're fine, but who knows, really? And uh, time will tell, right? But anyway, we'll have to see how it all plays out. And uh, in other news, The Golden Bachelor has deleted 
an Instagram post that they put up there. They put up a few days ago a quote from the Rolling Stone that said, yes, old people can get horny too. They posted that and Jesse Palmer commented, oh boy, dot, dot, dot. And now that post is gone. So I don't know who's running their social media, but uh, bravo to them for taking some stabs at normalizing old people getting horny too. Um, And (laughs) I don't know what else to say about that other than, yeah, look, hey, I think that's kind of good. I think it's kind of good to normalize that people want to not only find love, but maybe they want a companion, which doesn't just have to be holding hands. Maybe they want to, uh, you know, I don't know, play a little tonsil hockey. You know, maybe they got their tonsils removed. Who knows? Maybe they want to, uh, you know, pull the goalie and just have a good time. Uh, Either way, uh, we're here for it, and we cannot wait for Golden Bachelor to film. And I've got some other uh, news coming out. Uh, I'm going to be on a... uh, I don't want to say which one. I'm going to be on some local TV shows in Seattle while I'm there promoting my stand-up show August 24th. I'll have more info on that later, uh, but uh, check me out. You might see your boy Power Recapper Dave Neal on some Seattle local TV. Again, that's August 24th. There'll be a link in the description if you want to come to a show. Uh, it's only it's a one-night show. It's one show. I've got a few of my favorite friends that are going to be performing stand-up with me. We'll do a meet-and-greet after. We have VIP tickets, general, general admission. There's going to be beer and koozies and you know things that you can't get anywhere else. Uh, So that'll be August 24th. August 17th, I'll be in Huntington Beach. The ticket link for that will be live soon, so hang tight. I'll have that on my link tree, which is the uh, link that I have in the bio of my Instagram, dneals, so you can go catch that out there, or there's a link down below. So we'll have those shows coming up and a lot more. Um, I'll be you know, performing in some other parts of the country as well. So hang tight for that. I want to thank everyone for your nice reviews on, uh, on the Apple Podcast app. After we got that three-star review from someone who didn't like my political um, opinions, which again, I think were more social opinions, but that's their opinion, uh, we got a flood of five-star reviews. So thank you for everyone who's been on our team and supporting us and all of that. And for everybody who watched Driving with Dave over the weekend, it's live now on YouTube. We had Courtney Robertson, greatest villain of all time, and she delivered with some tea so that's all available for you online we'll be back later we'll see you tonight on the live stream i've been dave neal and this was bachelor rush hour 